0: Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah.
1: Blah, blah, blah. Hello, good sir. Hello. How are
2: you?
1: My lady. lady and my sir.
2: I'm doing alright getting over a head cold, but otherwise alright.
1: Oh, wah, wah. It's a sad beginning.
2: Yeah. <laughs> If we had spoken two days ago, I, you would not have even known who I was.
1: <laughs> do you get a British accent when you get a head cold?
2: Um, yeah, like a really, like, stodgy, <laughs> like, like rude British accent.
1: I'm sick, governor. Out your face. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pretend I didn't just do that. At the very beginning of WBFG, welcome to the Born for Geekdom podcast.
2: <laughs> where there's lots of yelling. And very little farting.
1: Hey, speak for yourself. <laughs> Get it? It's funny because I'm gross. <laughs> <laughs> I have really done it up this evening. I've been, I'm have been i enjoying the, the fact that we're uh, doing this at night. I've got on mute in the background, once more with feeling, Aww. the episode. I have my Priscilla, Queen of the Desert cup and beverage. I've <laughs> got all the Christmas lights on. And I'm ready to go.
2: Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, is coming to Broadway on Chicago.
1: You get all the good shows.
2: Yeah, tickets start at like 60 bucks though, and I just can't do it. As much as I love Priscilla.
1: I love how in the movies people are always sneaking into shows.
2: Yeah, that doesn't Maybe work. you could
1: try that. that.
2: <laughs> I don't think that works. Maybe I could dress in drag and try to pretend like I'm an extra or something. Yes,
1: go in like the back. Yes, yes. I wouldn't, It could be I... like a stage door Johnny. Or Janie in the case of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert.
2: I don't want to shave my beard, though, so I'd have to be a bearded drag queen.
1: I feel like that would be okay for that show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it just might be.
1: I'm going to get you like a little Carmen Miranda banana hat. <laughs> Which I think you should own anyway, just because.
2: That's, that's probably a safe bet.
1: <laughs> okay, so we have a we have an actual plan this week, which I'm excited about. Woo! So this week on WBFG, we are going to recap the weekend geek. We're gonna talk about what happened to us this week that was geek centric. Um, we're gonna talk British TV with the season three finale of Downton Abbey having just aired in America. We're gonna talk good old fashioned Brit TV, why we love it, and then we're gonna have a special guest star about halfway through. Uh and we're going to talk some games maybe that we want to play on the show. And I don't know if we'll ever actually play them or not, but so what, who cares? We're going to try. <laughs> Does that sound complete to you?
2: It sounds lovely.
1: <laughs> You're so supportive. <laughs> Can you hear me okay? I'm rocking headphones this week. Yeah. Rocking one leg.
2: I'm am I sounding loud enough? Mhm. Mm-hmm. Good. There will be no more of that episode one business with me. Like wh- sound <laughs> like I'm whispering in the background.
1: Secret, mysterious, Aaron.
2: <laughs> so I think I might be. Oh, wait, I'm getting ahead of myself. Never mind. Let's do the <laughs> Let's do the weekend geek first.
1: Okay, are you really Are you ready for British to talk British TV? Are you just really excited?
2: Well, what I was thinking is I might be a season ahead of you on Doubt now because I might have watched ones that haven't aired in America yet. Really? <laughs> yeah, so There's I was...
1: more? I thought they hadn't filmed any past season three.
2: Was that the uh never mind, we'll get into that later.
1: <laughs> There's no way to talk about it, is there, without like is that the one where
2: <laughs> I'm gonna look this up huge, an episode gigantic list.
1: thing happens in the end? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm gonna look up an episode list and see.
1: Okay. Well while, while you are doing that, <laughs> I will start the weekend geek. Um this week for me, was a good one, because as I was driving down a highway next to my house, I saw a billboard for the convention, the Orlando Convention MegaCon, Ooh. which is fantastic. I went last year for work, Um and I didn't get my uh, submissions in time, in in time for press passes for another magazine that I'm working for. So, want womp for me. However, Will Wheaton was on the billboard. Oh. Which I thought was interesting because the entire next gen cast is going to be there. Wow. And it, I just thought it, it said a lot about how far Will Wheaton has, has come. And we've talked about him over the past couple episodes that he's like the main feature on the billboard. It was exciting.
2: Huh. Um, Jesse from RoboAwesome, I think, is going to MegaCon under press credentials.
1: I just, you know, I missed the deadline, like, just by that much. I reconnected. There's a magazine I used to work for called Geek Monthly. And when I say work for, I mean, I worked with them a handful of times. Not like I was a official staff member or anything, but um I pitched them MegaCon, and they were like, yeah, sure, like, see, go see what you can get. And the deadline for press passes was February 1st. I was like, no, once I found out the whole next-gen cast was going to be there. Oh. So I'm feeling pretty sorry for myself about it. But that's okay. I could just buy tickets like every other person, but...
2: Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Once you get spoiled with a press pass, it's like, pay for it. I'm pay for
2: it. I'll actually... Just kidding.
1: I think <laughs> tickets are valuable and you should buy them.
2: I'm actually going to be attending my uh, first convention under a press pass ever. <gasps> so I feel really fancy.
1: Exciting. Which one?
2: Um, it's called C2E2. It's the Chicago Comic and Entertainment Expo. Awesome. What is that? Uh, it's like the middle of April.
1: I assume you will bring us back, you will forage and bring us back some anecdotes maybe for the podcast. I know you're probably working for another media outlet, but you've got to tell us, you got to bring us some stories. Oh
2: yeah, and I'm sure I'll have some pictures and stuff I could post.
1: Make sure to humiliate yourself in some way so that the stories are entertaining.
2: <laughs> um, R.L. Sign's going to be there.
1: <gasps> no, really?
2: Yep. <laughs>
1: oh my gosh, R.L. Stein of goosebumps, right? Yeah. Unless there's like another R.L. Stein that I don't know about.
2: No, I'm pretty sure he's the only one.
1: Okay, what was the scariest R.L. Stein moment that you remember from a
2: book? Oh, I'm not gonna remember the title, but it was one where they were like trapped in an amusement park. It was like a really scary amusement park or something.
1: <laughs> As they are,
2: usually. <laughs> it was like a rundown, like almost seemed like a post-apocalyptic amusement park.
1: Was the scary part that the prices were really high for the food?
2: <laughs> yeah. That was the dumbest joke ever. Strike ter- it for the record. The terrifying part was um that a hot dog was nine dollars.
1: <laughs> yeah. And there's Aaron with the better punchline. <laughs> Hot dog
2: price. <laughs> okay, sorry, I totally interrupted you. Surprise. No, it's fine. I think it might have been something like Horrorland. Some... Hor- I almost
1: spit <laughs> my drink out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Murder Town. Also, there was one called uh, Welcome to Camp Nightmare that I remember being pretty scary.
1: I don't remember any of the titles, but I remember there was one about like a slasher running around a ski town. <laughs> And I remember the, it, it, reading it in junior high, and there was a a scene where the girl, the main girl, takes her lipstick out to put it on. And as she applies her lipstick, her lips begin to bleed because somebody put a needle in her lipstick. And that horrified me. I remember being like, what? Who would dream up such a thing? Like, just absolutely traumatized.
2: <laughs> That's funny.
1: So traumatized that I don't remember the name of the book.
2: <laughs> and you, to this day, do not wear lipstick.
1: <laughs> that's actually true, but that's cuz I'm lazy. <laughs> the uh the other interesting thing that happened to me geek related this week was um I wanted to start a discussion or hear some opinions on the actual word geek because it's being overused um, in popular culture and thus the backlash has begun and So part of me feels a little sheepish about having it in the the title of my blog, and um, it was in the title of my thesis, I think, at one point. And I was just, I don't know, kind of curious about what people thought about, oh, everybody says that now, but I don't know. So I just wanted to talk about, does that word still count? Can we still use it? Does it need a reclamation? And I, I heard some interesting opinions, but what do you think? Is it is it passe? Is it too cliche now? Um, I don't
2: really think so. I, I think it's definitely been a term that's broadened. Like, I think it's more now it's, it's a geek is someone who's like incredibly passionate about one of their interests or some of their interests and, you know, tries to just completely immerse themselves in it. So I think you could be a football geek or you could be a poker geek or, you know, you could be a a sci-fi geek. You know, I think there's. It's just been a term that's broad and it's not like the awkward, like nerdy kid with, you know, buck teeth and suspenders anymore. You know, who's wreath has done hey, the Dragon's Monsters love Manual.
1: Those suspenders, buddy. <laughs> those suspenders for the best part of my wardrobe, have you know. <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel two ways about it. Like part of me is like, hey, I earned that word. Somebody said I think it was my friend Joe Moody on Facebook said, if you were called that word in a negative way as a kid, then you have every right to use it today. Yeah. And by golly was I. Like, and the other backlash that's going on is, uh, attacking people for being like geek posers, which I think is interesting because Who's to say who is and isn't a geek? And so I think it's kind of unfair that there's, especially for fangirls, for whatever reason,
0: mm-hmm. there's
1: this thing that's like, that's this sentiment that's kind of brewing that says, if, if there is a lady geek who is, I don't know any other way to put it, but to say attractive, she's, she's fake and she's just doing it for the attention, which is yeah. like, yeah, because that's who you want attention from. Like, I don't know. It's it's interesting it's an interesting time to to i to self-identify as geek.
2: I think one of the the biggest things is is that we've sort of have reclaimed the word. <laughs> you know, we've taken it from being a negative thing to being a positive thing and so much of our culture has become mainstream that a lot of geeks are like still like trying to grab onto one thing that makes them unique and it's not happening. <laughs>
1: Well, it kind of, uh, it's, there's that line from 30 Rock. I think we talked about it in episode one, the, where Liz Lemon says, I'm not some kind of nerdery slut. I just like Star Wars. Well, I am a nerdy slut. Like I do like it all pretty much. And even when I try to hold out and, you know, late adopt like Doctor Who or something, I usually still like it. So it's, it's just, it's just interesting to me. Yeah. But we're going to be okay with it because it's in the title of our podcast.
0: Yeah. So. I, have,
2: I have no problems with it. And you know, c- coming from doing a lot of like video game blogging and podcasting, there's the same conversations going on about people calling themselves gamers. So. Really? Yeah. And it's, you know, they're like, what is a gamer? If you play every, if you five star every level on Angry Birds, do you get to call yourself a gamer or, mm-hmm. you know, does it need to be more than that? So. I think I a just, lot of, a lot of people are concerned with not diluting a particular label that they identify with.
1: It's so human nature for us to immediately want to shut other people out, you know, of our little club. Yeah. And I just feel like the whole point of being an adult geek for me is that I was, I don't want to be over dramatic because I really didn't have it as bad as a lot of other people, but I really suffered for being the weirdo and the geek, like really suffered for it.
0: Oh, yeah. And
1: isn't the point that you grow up and you include others, like, I don't want to perpetuate my own trauma by being like, ha, ha now I am a geek and you cannot be one. Like, I just think it's weird that the first thing we want to do is once we kind of group up is, is isolate other people and be like, no, you can't be a card carrying member because you're not into anime or whatever. Right. Okay, so that's decided. We're friendly and inclusive here.
2: <laughs> um, How about
1: you? Tell me about your week.
2: Well, you kind of reminded me. Speaking of anime, um, this may not be something you're even prepared to learn about me, but oh, here, here it goes. Juicy. Um, so you, you may have watched a show called Mighty Morphin Power Rangers a long time ago. Heck yeah. Well, that was that was based off of a Japanese show, and. In fact, all the parts where the Power Rangers are in their suits, they use the original footage from mm. the Japanese show. And this is this is a genre of television that's been going on. Uh, I think it just entered its thirty seventh year in Japan.
1: Wow! So I had my, no idea.
2: Yeah. Well, I sort of have gotten really interested in watching <laughs> the Japanese versions of these shows.
1: Hey, this is a judgment free <laughs> Master. Don't you be ashamed.
2: Well, a new, a new one just started, a new season just started, and when you say season, it's they do an episode every week of the year, so there's like 52 to 54 episodes Whoa. in a season, and as soon as one, like, the last episode of one season airs, and the next week, the new one starts.
1: Interesting. So, tell me about this whole phenomenon. I, I get the uh, press releases for all the Power Rangers stuff, mm-hmm. for some reason. I don't know how I got on that list, but I get all those. <laughs> So the only thing I know is Power Rangers. So tell me about when you started watching this and why you like it.
2: Um actually it dates back to a old podcast for Robo Awesome. I wasn't even on the podcast, but I edited it, so I heard the whole thing. And um, they were talking about old Power Rangers episodes and then one of the other guys brought up the the current season in Japan was a pirate themed one and I was like holy shit. Oh sorry.
0: <laughs> oh, sorry.
1: Never <laughs> in my life have I heard such <laughs> words.
2: Holy crap. <laughs> I was like, it's pirate themed Power Rangers. And so I started watching it and there's whole communities of people online that like will get copies of the show as it airs in Japan and then put subtitles on it in English.
1: Like funny haha subtitles or legitimate subtitles? Oh,
2: legitimate subtitles. Okay. So you can actually see, follow the plot and see what's going on.
1: That's really cool. See, I Power Rangers was kind of right on the tip end of our we we're allowed to be watching this and not feel weird.
2: Yeah, I watched it secretly and felt very weird about it.
1: <laughs> Me too, but I watched <laughs> it for the monsters because I grew up. Uh, one of my older sisters was super into Godzilla movies,
0: mm-hmm. well, which the were same kind genre of hard of film, to get back
1: in the day. Yeah, so that's why I watched it for the monsters. But
2: it's yeah. Good. It's part of the, um, it's called, I'm probably going to pronounce it wrong. It's called tokusatsu. It means special filming in (laughs) Japanese.
1: I don't, that's not funny. Don't, I don't know why I laughed (laughs) at that.
2: (laughs) But it's like when they wear, like, the robots are actually guys in a big suit and, you know, they're on a scale model set. And they still do that. There's some, some CG involved now, but the prime, you know, primarily it's, it's guys in giant suits, you know, pretending to beat the crap out of each other.
1: Which I love because what is like the number one thing that we complain about about our movies here in America. Oh, it's not practical effects, And it's yeah. like, hello, guys in suits. It doesn't get any better. Like, yeah. it's, I just if you love monsters and if you grew up, you know, on universal monster movies and stuff, I can totally see how you would have an appreciation for that.
2: Yeah. So I'm pretty much obsessed with it. And not only do I usually watch the current season as it's airing, but I usually am watching an older season, like in my downtime as well.
1: So what, remind me again, what is the, what is the name of the show you watch and what is the genre?
2: I'm not really going to be able to pronounce it correctly. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to call all of
1: my Japanese friends and make them listen to this so that they can make fun of
2: you. It roughly translates into something like Voltasaur, Team, and then Something Ranger that I don't, (laughs) I don't understand.
1: (laughs) Can we just refer to it as that from here on out? Voltasaur, Team, Something Ranger.
2: Yeah. (laughs) We sure can.
1: <laughs> awesome. Do you, Um. I think you and I talked about this a, a few years ago. There's the, a whole Jet Jaguar scene from Godzilla versus, I want to say Godzilla. I'm not sure, but there's a, a Japanese robot named Jet Jaguar, I think is how uh-huh. you say it. And so uh, I found out that MST3K had parodied that movie. And I remember posting it on my blog and being like, them making fun of the Jaguar theme song is hilarious to me, but is it racist? Like, <laughs> because, you know, it's them basically making fun of the Japanese-sounding word, and I was like, I love this, it's hilarious. Am I wrong? Like, I think you were like, I think it's a little racist, maybe, but it's pretty funny.
2: Right. <laughs> it's, okay to, it's okay to be racist every now and then if your intentions are good, I think.
1: <laughs> I, I think that's going to be the quote of the week. <laughs> We're going to get a lot of fans below the Mason Dixon. Like, yeah, let's listen to that podcast. It's okay to be racist. That'll be the new name of the podcast. It's okay to be racist if your intentions are good.
2: Okay, I found a rough English translation. It's Electro Beast Squadron Dinosaur Ranger.
1: Aaron, that's like 5,000 times cooler (laughs) than the one that you came up with. Say it again.
2: (laughs) Electro Beast Squadron Dinosaur Ranger.
1: That's gonna be the middle name of this <laughs> <first> child.
2: <laughs> See, Japanese people—they're really into like puns and stuff, and they make up new words a lot. So,
1: I like that they threw like all of it in there, like yeah. everything cool. Just <laughs> it in. add if they just would add like ghost pirate, <laughs> bootlegger, gangster,
0: I'd be happy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, that's amazing. One more time.
2: <laughs> is Electro B-Squadron Dinosaur Ranger. <laughs>
1: Electro B-Squadron Dinosaur Ranger. Ignite!
2: <laughs> and what's really funny is when they, they transform, Um, their their little devices play a funny little Samba jingle, and they dance.
1: Yes! yes of course <laughs> they do! <laughs> That's so awesome. I can't even contain her. <laughs> okay. So we're 20 minutes in, and we need to hit British TV before Miss okay, Lindsay it. joins us. So... British TV Go! I don't know how else to start the segment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, British TV Go! Nope, nope,
2: that's wrong. Well, I know the one you mentioned is um, IT Crowd. Yes. That was one. I had not watched that yet, so I watched the first episode on Netflix. Thoughts? It was pretty funny. It had, um, oh, I don't know what I know him from now. Oh, he was in Bridesmaids.
1: Yes, what is his name?
2: His name is Bridesmaids Guy.
1: <laughs> his name is honey, Irish funny.
2: <laughs> but yeah, it was pretty funny. I liked how the... It was pretty silly for British humor. Usually British humor is pretty dry.
1: It's pretty off the rails, isn't it? Yeah. There's a whole... I don't know. I forget if in the, if in the first episode they go into the guy who's like a vampire who lives with the servers, works with the servers. Have you oh, gotten into that yet? No, not yet. Yeah, it's about to get wackier if you keep watching it. <laughs> It's so irreverent. uh, A girlfriend of mine here in Orlando named Lulu introduced that to uh, Jake and I, and it just, we, we watched it all straight through, like everything we could get all at once. It was so much fun.
2: Yeah, I definitely plan on watching more. I liked it.
1: Um, And the woman, what is the name of, we're terrible. You know, we should really like do research before we start these because like 90% of our podcast is like, what's the guy, what's his name? I couldn't, I was at uh, brunch with a girlfriend this morning and I could not for the life of me remember the name of Don Knotts and I was going crazy because one of the things that I do when I'm having like an ugly day or a fat day my husband says I have the best list of names that I call myself and that I should start keeping track of them. And so the other day I was like, I look like Don Knotts," And so I was trying to tell, which I do. I just have to say, was trying to tell my girlfriend what I said. And, and so I was just obsessing for like 20 minutes and going, I look like Jim Neighbors, Gomer Pyle, uh, just running through this huge list. And I was finally, I was in the car and it just came to me and I was like, Don Not <laughs> So anyway, we should really research our names, but-
2: I'm really bad with names in general, even if it's a character's name. I often end up making up a nickname for them. <laughs>
1: That is exactly what I was talking to Lindsay about this week via text message, because we were trying to talk about Downton. Uh Mind you, I have watched all of Downton that I could find, and I'm still referring to them as like, oh, the blonde maid, or oh, the guy with the limp. No, the other guy with the limp. And it was like, for the love, like, how can I still not know these people's names?
2: I'm the same way.
1: I think it's laziness. I truly believe in my heart of hearts that it's laziness.
2: I just can't keep up.
1: (laughs) I think... We just watch too much TV, Aaron. There's just that, too many people to know.
2: That could be it, too. Sad. Oh.
1: <laughs> We're pathetic. So, okay, anyway, there's the IT crowd. Have you no. had the chance to check out Black Books yet?
2: No, I haven't.
1: There is an episode of that show. Okay, well, we won't talk about it if you haven't seen it yet, but you have a homework assignment, and it is to watch some Black Books, because it's it's priceless.
2: Okay. I'm looking at IMDb right now.
0: Oh, it's so good. <laughs>
2: Okay. Oh, it's about a bookie.
1: It's, it's, uh, yeah, guy, and I don't know, like, bookie in American lingo means person who takes bets, right? Yes. But in, in British slang, it means a person who runs a bookstore.
2: Oh, gotcha.
1: Which makes a lot more sense. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's really, it's, I highly recommend that. Those were really my two main picks, and you, you had a pretty big list of what yeah. you know
2: of And we overlap on a lot that I think we could lump together. We can lump together Doctor Who and Torchwood because they're they're related.
1: Definitely. Definitely.
2: Yeah. So I don't even know what to say about Doctor Who that hasn't already been said.
1: Uh, well, yeah, we had already <laughs> talked about being late adopters and yeah, not wanting to like it but completely falling in love with it anyway and
2: yeah, like probably I probably developed an unhealthy obsession with it truthfully. <laughs>
1: Well, then you belong right here
0: <laughs> on this podcast.
2: I was getting out of bed early because my boyfriend didn't like it. He watched um the first season of the reboot, which is not the best. Let's just say it, David, whatever his last name is, Exelton.
1: Christopher t T T Another excellent name. <laughs> okay, here's the funny thing. I feel exactly the opposite. I fell completely in love with Eccleston, completely in love with him. And I was devastated when he changed because I hadn't read anything. I didn't know. And so I was, it took me a really long time to get used to Tennant because I really loved Eccleston.
2: Yeah. Well, I took to David Tennant like instantly. I was like, oh, this is what I was waiting for.
1: (laughs) You're like, there's Doctor Who. Yeah. Do you remember, do you remember my high school boyfriend? We won't say his name just in case. Vaguely, I think Christopher Eccleston reminded me of my high school boyfriend.
2: You could type his name in the chat; no one can hear our chat. <laughs> uh, I
1: don't know where to do that.
2: I started a chat window with you earlier.
1: There's a little button. No, that's not right. The <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I don't want to be too distracting. I'll tell okay. you after. I'll text. I'll text you on the telephone. Okay. So I, uh I liked. I liked that Eccleston and I liked the kind of darker tone and it, I did warm up to Tennant, but tell me, tell me what made you more of a Tennant guy than an Eccleston guy.
2: Um, I think he had more of a sense of humor. He seemed a little goofier to me.
1: Totally. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I think Not as intense. That, yeah.
1: Well, until, until toward the end when things got sad.
2: Oh, and then it got really intense and I cried.
1: You know the thing for me about the end of the Tenet era was that it was so heartbreaking. Yeah. Especially his last words, like I could, I could honestly get emotionally worked up about it right now. With I don't want to go. Yeah. I was like, oh, just tears, tears. It was so sad.
2: And when he took his, when he left Rose in the alternate universe,
1: <sighs> it still hurts my heart. It hurts like <laughs> that high school girl. Overly emotional tiger beat candy center of my heart.
2: Yeah, they kind of worked out for Rose in the end, but not him.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad she got
2: A text that enemy.
1: copy, but it wasn't him. You know. Yeah, yeah I, I do appreciate that they wrote that redemptive bit,
2: though. Yeah.
1: What did you think of Matt Smith?
2: Um, I really hated him for like four or five episodes. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> Me too. I was like, this guy is so annoying, and I didn't like Donna either. I was like, oh, my God, what happened to this show?
1: (laughs) See, I liked her right away. That's the funny thing. It took me a while to get used to him, but I liked her immediately. I loved the story that they wrote. I felt like I was watching a Doctor Who movie, but I had to get over Matt Smith because I felt like he killed Tennant. I felt like he had murdered David Tennant's doctor. Yeah. So it was emotional.
2: Yeah, but by the end... When I thought he was dead. Well, I guess we might be spoiling stuff. But honestly, if you haven't watched it by now, sorry.
1: (laughs) We'll put an alert. We'll put an alert on it that says, as always, huge, gigantic spoilers.
2: Now, I think I've definitely probably watched more Doctor Who. Because you've only watched what's on Netflix, right? Right. Okay, so we'll have to be careful. So I don't ruin anything for you.
1: I have gotten to... I don't remember. My brain is so full of things. (laughs) Not like in a, not like in an I'm smart way, just in a, I have jammed it full of useless pop culture sort of way. Right. Um, I just started watching Torchwood this week.
2: Oh, did you start right at the beginning?
1: No. <laughs> That's okay. Guess where I started. I bet you'll never guess.
2: Um, the Children of Earth thing? No. no. The guess. fifth, the fifth episode?
1: The episode with James Marsters.
2: <laughs> uh, wow, so you skipped quite a bit.
1: <laughs> I was like, forget the first season, I have to get to James Marsters. Because <laughs> I had heard so much about his character. I had heard so much. First of all, I had went, I had gone Googling for costumes, like cool costumes. And when I saw Captain John Hart's outfit, I was like, well, that, that character's got to have a cool backstory. Yeah. I'm trying to backpedal and sound less crazy, you notice. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I literally just went right through and watched his only his storylines.
2: Well, you should, when you have time you should go back and watch the other ones. They're pretty good.
1: I will. I think I really will. I love I love Doctor Who. I love Torchwood. I, I I what I've seen so far, I really really like.
2: And the the whole structure of the show is is different at first. It's um the first it might be the first two seasons, it's very procedural like each like, episode like Bond, is kind of Yeah, yeah, it's like here's Here's the crazy alien thing of the week, and here's what happens to stop it.
1: Monster but, of the week, they call that.
2: Yeah. So by the time you get, I don't know what season number it is. By the time you get to the the short season where it's only like four episodes, <coughs> they do like four or five long episodes. That's whenever the whole season is one story, and they do that for two more seasons, and then it's over.
1: Ah, uh, forever. I just made well, up the chat window, FYI. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Got it.
1: <laughs> you know, like tall and blonde and
2: yeah,
1: Irishy. In a good way. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking, okay, I have to it's it's we're officially 30 minutes in, which means it's time for our guest star. So, I'm going to include her on the call in a second. This is Lindsay that we are going to bring on for a chat. Um how would you describe Lindsay from what you remember? We were all buddies in high school.
2: Yeah, I think she was probably the quieter one of our little group. Definitely. She's a little, she's very sweet and soft spoken.
1: <laughs> Makes me laugh when you say that.
2: And you often wonder, he, what is she doing hanging out with us loud dork faces?
1: Yeah, cause she always had it together. Do you yeah. remember when we would go out and everybody would legitimately, like, think she was Drew Barrymore?
2: Yes. <laughs> she yes. She kinda looked like Drew Barrymore.
1: She brought our group up cause she was so pretty. <laughs> What are you doing here? Hey, uh, Lindsay, can you hear me?
2: Oh, wait, I just added her to the chat. Hold on.
1: Oh, I'm an idiot. Uh, I just saw the name Lindsay Glover pop up on the screen, and I was like, hello, hello, future broadcasting.
3: <laughs> Whatever that means.
0: Here we go.
1: Hello.
3: <gasps> there she is! Hooray! Hello! Hi, Erin. Hi, Lindsay. How are you?
2: I'm fabulous, as usual. How about yourself?
3: Very good. It's been a long time. Yeah, Hey, on?
2: Almost yeah. a decade and a half.
1: <laughs> yes. Very long Lindsay, time. We were just talking about you. We were trying to give you a little bit of an intro. And, uh, I asked Aaron to describe your role in our, in our group in high school. And he said, uh, you were kind of the quiet one and it always, you were kind of, I would describe you as a very much less weird, much <laughs> more beautiful and well-put-together Ali Sheedy of our little breakfast club. (laughs) But the anecdote that we were sharing before you hopped on was that everywhere we went, we would get harassed at restaurants because you looked so much like Drew Barrymore. Do you remember that? I do remember that, yeah. I I mean, literally, like, people would come up to the table and stuff. Yeah. (laughs) I wish I could say that now. (laughs) (laughs)
3: It's not even. <laughs> it doesn't even exist anymore in my world. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that didn't even yeah. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me.
1: Aww. Well, I was, you know, trying to come up with a way to. We were saying that you kind of brought our group up because we were just this sort of motley crew of kind of <laughs> weirdo losery people, and here was this gorgeous, soft-spoken <laughs> blonde, who was like, "What is she doing here? <laughs> How do we get such a cool one?" <laughs> How long has it been since the two of you have uh talked?
2: Same. I, High school yeah, probably, yeah.
3: I think since yeah, we, like we graduated.
2: You know what? Uh, I was really I was really bad. I I graduated and waited a couple months and then I basically like got the heck out of there.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I was like, "Bye."
3: I, <laughs> <laughs> I can't yeah. say I can't say blame you. So. <laughs> yeah, I did too. I mean, I pretty much took off right, now, right after high school and didn't I don't know I didn't keep in very good contact but I'm glad to talk to talk to you now
1: <laughs> yeah what is one of your um happiest high school memories together because I know the two of you piled around
2: a lot um, like for, science uh, class uh, definitely yeah
3: definitely earth space <laughs>
2: science <laughs> we took this um remedial science class together <laughs>
1: Was it like head of the class, remedial, or like?
2: What, what happened was um, at least. What my...
0: happened was,
2: <laughs> I was in chemistry as part of the honors program, and I got a C, and that could basically consider failing if you're in an honors class. And <laughs> oh, they gave chemistry. They gave me a choice. they were like, you can either retake chemistry, or you could drop out of the honors program. And I was th- sat there and I thought for a minute. And I was like, oh, I hate the, the honors English teacher. Uh, Don't really like honors math, and I don't like I don't want to redo chemistry. So I was like, well, let's just drop out of the honors program.
1: Did you go core forty? Because that's what I did too.
2: Oh yeah, straight core forty. And then he was like, <laughs>
1: yeah. straight core forty.
2: He was like, um, you still need a science credit though, and I was like, well, I literally asked. Oh him, yeah, like,
3: science. Dang.
2: I was like, what's the easiest class I can take? <laughs>
3: That's so funny, because that's exactly what happened to me. Right. <laughs> they were like, um, you have enough science credits, so I was like, okay, just give me the, like, most simple thing you, you have, and so that's how we ended up together.
2: <laughs> we were, we were seniors in a freshman class.
0: right. <laughs> yeah. And I had already
2: yeah. taken Earth Space Science in eighth grade. <laughs> I had already taken the class, like, several years <laughs> prior.
3: <laughs> we took no mercy on those freshmen either i mean <laughs> explain explain what does the no mercy mean just,
2: they were just, the dumbest people
3: it really was <laughs> you just i mean just constant making fun which is terrible but it was the only oh, way to get no, no. through
1: you know you have to find some way to get you through that kind of stuff so. <laughs> you were mystery science theatering real life that's what yeah. we call it that's and if right. i know you too you weren't like like, giving anybody swirlies or anything. Right, we were probably yeah. just joking together. No, it,
2: was, it was pure verbal abuse, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: man, survival of the wittiest.
2: Honestly, I think that we were probably so far above them that they didn't even understand what we were saying half the time.
1: <laughs> probably not. <Yeah. laughs> I like how, like, 20 minutes ago I was talking about we have to include everybody and... <laughs> Let's be real. That wasn't happening in high school. No. Oh. It was. It was eat or be killed. That's well, not. The right yeah, place.
3: you have to find a way to survive.
1: I mean, <laughs> yeah, you really, 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 really you do. Really do.
2: <laughs> I, Lindsay, I don't remember do you what know? the teacher was, but I will say that they were very understanding of our situation. And oh, yeah. <laughs> anytime we had to work together, she just instantly put us together in a group.
1: <laughs> I just remember Lindsay coming out of that class like laughing a
2: lot. Yeah. So it was basically a huge it. joke. <laughs> it was a good time. I remember taking a test, and we we would both be done in like five minutes. Yes.
0: yes. And then the
2: whole rest of the class is sitting there, like sweating and like crying and like trying to get cheat sheets out of their pocket. <laughs> and we would just kick back and relax.
1: Tell me you remember some of the questions.
2: Uh, oh, not at all. Got it.
1: You no. Give me an They're... example of some of the easy questions. Like, I, were... I think
2: like... they were always multiple choice tests. <laughs> That's true. And one of the answers was always the wrong answer, very blatantly.
3: Yeah, <laughs> like spelled wrong. And... <laughs> it would and say then... in
2: parentheses next to it, it's not this one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do not fill in this bubble, dear moron. <laughs> Oh, you got A's, though, right? Both oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: That's what I need to know to feel good about the whole thing. No, and
2: then I, I dropped down to an English class I liked better and got rid of the math class I didn't have to take anymore. So,
1: <laughs> best Aaron, decision I, I, I ever made. <laughs> we were, in, were we in English together?
2: Oh, uh, with, yeah, we were in honors English together and the teacher hated us.
1: Yes. Oh, my gosh. You just brought back a whole flood of memories. Do you remember for our medieval assignment what we did? no. Okay, we had this assignment, and it was, like, you had to, like, recreate something from, like, the medieval era, like, you had to write a sonnet or whatever, uh-huh. and Aaron, you and I did a hilarious, <laughs> I still think, medieval <laughs> armor catalog, as though it was, like, a clothing catalog. Uh-huh. And it's still, like, one of the funniest things that I've ever written. So funny that I don't remember any of the things I wrote about it. But I remember like, I remember her being like, you two in your medieval (laughs) joke knight
2: armor catalog. She hated us. And what was awful is that she was, like, the same teacher that was the freshman regular English teacher. And so I had her two years, and I hated her the first year, and I didn't like her any better three years later.
1: (laughs) I wonder if we're remembering the same teacher. I feel like now is the n- another time for the, the chat, the because chef. I don't remember super hating her.
2: I loathe the woman. Is it that one?
1: Oh, yeah, okay, no, we're talking to totally <laughs> different people. That's why kidding? I was like, yeah, yeah I, there's a little chat okay. window thing that I just oh, learned, I honey. see. Because I, see. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember hating her. I liked her, but the one you're talking about, oh, yeah. I had the one that
3: Audrey is talking about, but I remember the one that Aaron's, yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's the class I ended up in after I dropped out of the honors class.
1: (laughs) If if our high school had been the school from Buffy, Audrey, stop talking about Buffy! (laughs) She would have been the teacher who was, like, secretly, like, a teen, teenage, like, a demon teenage eater (laughs) or something. (laughs) She hated everybody and everything and everyone and maybe herself a little bit.
2: I think so. That's Most a pretty
0: likely.
1: Safe bet. <laughs> herself
0: a lot. <laughs> oh, why am I here?
1: <laughs> okay, so Lindsay, in our first podcast, I asked Aaron if uh-huh. he were to have, like, a geek superpower. Like, what is his, like, superpower in the realm of, like, geekdom or or nerddom or whatever you want to call it? So what is what is... One or some of your, what are your geek superpowers?
3: Geek superpowers?
0: Yes. Oh. <laughs> that's a really good question. I mean,
1: not prepared. Oh no, I have to go. <laughs> don't
2: worry, we don't, we don't ever prepare for anything.
1: That's what I told her earlier. I was talking to her earlier and I was like, don't even worry because we well, made no plans. Yeah. Remind me what yours was.
0: Erin, <laughs> what were, yours
1: were, um, video games yep. and Star Trek The Next Generation, right? Yep. I forget mine. <laughs> <laughs> I think also Star Trek: The Next Generation, um, yeah. and and like lady action
2: heroines probably.
3: That's your superpower.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that makes perfect sense. We could, al- we could also say area of expertise.
1: Okay, I no gotcha. superpowers. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> when I think superpowers, Translating I think, for me, Aaron. I think... <laughs>
3: I think like x-ray vision or you know something really generic like that but if i could do anything um <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> uh, I don't know
1: i think you're really good with david kelly shows you're a big tv gal
0: right i am
1: yeah
3: right. thanks
0: what thanks. kind of tv do you watch <laughs> oh.
3: um all i love um of course, comedy, but I think like I, like I I love the old sitcom style, like the uh, multi camera, but it's kind of going the way of the dodo, unfortunately. Um, but I, I also like the new style too. Um, I like sci fi, some sci fi TV. Um, I don't know stuff that's really well written. I love The West Wing. You guys no. ever seen that that
2: no. show? I know of, I know of it, but I've never watched it.
1: I haven't seen it either, even though you've been telling me to watch it for years. (laughs) (laughs) Still haven't. (laughs) I don't know. You're big into indie films as well.
3: I love it. Actually, I was just watching one before you called.
1: What were you watching?
3: It was, it's called the, um,
1: The Giant Mechanical Man. Have you heard of it? I have not. See, you have excellent taste. Erin, I think the rule of thumb is that Lindsay once again is going to bring us up as a group <laughs> with her excellent good. taste in things. It's true and you know it.
2: I have awful taste in movies. I'll just admit that right now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> What's your favorite movie?
2: Um, Of all time, it's definitely Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. But
1: okay. Are you serious? Yeah, absolutely. I've got my little cup right here. That's crazy town.
2: <laughs> but I really like I really like sort of mindless movies where I don't have to think about it a lot and where there's no like subtext where (laughs) stuff that's happening, I can tell what it means because it's what's happening. (laughs)
1: No symbolism.
2: Yes, please.
1: (laughs) None of that tricky symbolism. None of that lost crap.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But my problem with is also that my attention span is kind of short for movies, so... I really prefer to watch them at home, so I can like pause it and get up and do something else if I start to feel crazy.
3: Yeah, I heard you saying you don't actually go to the movies. No, ever.
2: I, it's hard. I have you can't to like pause
3: it. So yeah,
2: I can't pause it. Though there is this great app called Run Pee.
1: <laughs> oh, that's amazing! Is it, I assume it's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah,
2: it lets you know when it's a good time to get up and go to the bathroom. <laughs> And it'll also tell you how long you have. You can start a little timer, and <laughs> it gives you a synopsis of what happened while you were gone.
0: Oh, that's so good. Oh, that's genius. Yep. Yeah.
3: I, wish I of it. I, wish I <laughs> thought of it. Audrey, what's your favorite movie? I know. Uh, I mean, I think I know, but go ahead. Well, I'd
1: be curious. What do you think it is? Well.
2: Temple of Doom. Ooh.
1: <laughs> Lindsay? That um, is such an arrogant thing for me to do. What do you think it is? Who's,
0: who's the better <laughs> friend? I'm
1: a jerk. Yes. <laughs>
3: uh,
1: uh, Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> All uh, of them? She doesn't know things. <laughs> I don't know. Well, okay, the truth is, this is the truth. It changes like every year. Because I I redo my top ten every year. But honestly, I think across the board, the one that comes out on top the most is Pee-Wee's Big Adventure.
2: Ah, yeah. Excellent choice.
1: But it's tied with Temple of Doom.
2: I only pick that because that's my favorite Indiana Jones movie.
1: (laughs) Well, you know how I feel about Willie Scott. I just want everybody to shuddy about Willie Scott because I love her. (laughs) Do people say bad things about Willie Scott? They do. They say terrible things on the internet. She's fantastic. How could they... How
3: the, could in, they
2: say? the internet is prime for saying terrible things about people. That's true.
1: It's true. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like that, that she screams a lot and they think she's a bad role model to which I'm like, look, if you're going oh, to go to Temple of Doom for a role model, something is wrong with you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I would be screaming too if I had to do half the things she did in that movie. I mean,
1: exactly. exactly. it's kind of like her? me. Temple of doom is sort of like, they tried to put like, what if Lucille ball? What if Lucille ball had gotten like wrapped up in an Indiana Jones adventure? You know, <laughs> right. she's a singer. She could lose her voice.
2: <laughs> Sounds a little anticlimactic. <laughs>
3: I'm sorry, I didn't know
1: your favorite movie. I'm really—that's it. You're off. You're both off. I don't know For either she, of yours.
3: You're so wacky. Yes, you do. You know, cap. <laughs> I don't.
1: I don't think I know your favorite movie. Well, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> I know it's. I, I. I want to say that it's Romeo and Michelle, but I know that it's not because you have. I feel like it's going to be something a lot. Oh, yes, I do. I'm an idiot. It's Back to the Future. Yeah, it's Back to the yeah. Future. <laughs> so dumb.
3: But I can't believe I
1: missed that. It's
3: not the first one, which is most people. It's the second one. I don't oh. know why. It's a special place in my heart. I the have second one's
2: my favorite, too.
3: It's my favorite. Most people like the first one, but I don't. I mean, I do, but the second one's my favorite.
2: I get hoverboard and shoes that tie themselves in the second one. <laughs>
3: right. Exactly. You Every time I a... jacket.
1: <laughs> she, I'm every time the siren wails, I, I, like, feel like my brain is telling me I'm in Biff Tannen's future. Like, <laughs> whenever I've lived in less than desirable areas, that's what I always feel like.
3: My, my text alert is the little, like, future change noise. Like the, so, <laughs> it's just funny to like, when you're, if I'm out somewhere and it goes off,
1: people kind of look around <laughs> like, wow. <what I> was... <laughs>
2: I feel like we could almost do a whole show about uh, cell phone custom- customizations for geeks.
1: Agree. <laughs> you <could>. Nominated, accepted, <laughs> happening. That would be okay. We'll be we'll do a whole show on how do you accessorize your life with geek things. Yes. Done. Happening. <laughs> <laughs> so we were we were, uh, Aaron, Lindsay, and I have been brainstorming. What are some games that we could play on the show? We're going to – I put a question out there on Facebook, and I said, so what do you do with the podcast? What do you do with these here podcasts? A lot of people said that you read writing, so we'll – maybe all of us can read some of our writing. We'll tell some stories. I I really like hearing people's stories, like what what was the most humiliating moment for you as a geek growing up, or what was your highest high as a geek, when did it pay off for you? I like things like that. So I'm, I'd be really interested in having people submit stories like that, and then we read them on the air or something like that. I'm also interested in geek music. Our intro and outro music is always from Five Year Mission. There's a lot of geek rock nowadays. But another thing that I want to do is play games. And uh, Lindsay and I, I don't know if it's a, a game exactly, but we just get a big kick out of hashtags. <laughs> On Twitter because it the hashtags have become so ridiculous and over the top. Like people will just hashtag the dumbest stuff,
2: like the whole sentence they want to say.
1: Yes, exactly. And so Lindsay I and I it. will hashtag I these really sarcastic kind of things to each other, and so we thought it would be really fun to play a game called hashtags, but we didn't figure out how you play it.
2: Um, we could say hashtags and say and search if they're real or fake. Like Ooh, that's could. a good one. One person could make up a list of hashtags, and then uh, the contestants could decide if they're real or made up.
0: <gasps> That's
1: a really, it'd be like two truths and a lie, but with hashtags.
2: Yeah, we could do two true hashtags and a fake one, and they have to decide which one's fake. That's
1: genius. That's good. I like
3: yes. that. Yes. You-, you mentioned something, too, like uh, just having like a statement or a headline or something, and just coming up, like, on the fly with a hashtag? I thought you said that. Maybe Oh yeah. Maybe
0: I oh. understood you.
1: No, you were exactly right. Almost like an improv exercise, like scenarios, like Gary Busey arrested again, hashtags go. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just coming up with on-the-spot ridiculous hashtags for things. <laughs> that would be kind of a fun audience participation thing, too, if we ever do this podcast live, like, at a convention or something. It would be really fun to have audience, the audience tweeting in. Hashtags, and then we read the funniest ones.
2: <laughs> that would be fun. And we could also, I did get the uh, the Skype voicemail box set up for the podcast so people could leave them on our voicemail.
1: That's really cool. I still don't understand how that works, but ow, my knee.
2: Basically, guys... they, they oh, add right. our Skype username to their list and call it, and it kind of takes a while for it to answer, but eventually they'll get an automated answer, and they can leave a message, and then... I can download them and paste them into the show.
1: I like that because it's dangerous. <laughs> I like the idea that we would open ourselves up to people being like, you suck! Like,
2: <laughs> well that's the fun about podcasting is we don't have to put in the ones where they say we suck.
1: <laughs> but I think I would like to in a weird way. Like I like, I like that kind of, I want to engage people in, in that way because it's fun.
3: <laughs> Angrily?
1: I guess that means I'm dysfunctional, is what that means? <laughs> Fight with me, jerks.
2: <laughs> means you're masochistic. <laughs> yeah,
1: it means a lot of things. I have to go to therapy. So,
2: when so the Audrey told me about something funny you guys do called This Miserable American Life?
3: Yes. Yeah, this the sad American life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Get it
1: right. <laughs> It's basically Lindsay's funny anecdotes, like, it's- so something that you would hear on This American Life, but our lives aren't that exciting, so.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so you, uh, yeah, you tag it with <laughs> This Sad American Life, just anything, basically, in my life is I pretty like- pathetic, so.
2: <laughs> Can you give us an example?
3: Um, um let's see. I didn't prepare! Oh, <laughs> God! <laughs> the, one I the other day, um, was it
1: click? On. On. <laughs> <laughs> People who were around back when telephones had cords will understand that joke.
3: You know how I am with speaking in words, Audrey. You know,
1: <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, I couldn't remember the name of Don Knotts earlier today, and I had a whole public meltdown about it. So I totally understand. <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, earlier at brunch, my, my Don Knotts-related oh. meltdown was this morning at brunch, because I was saying, well, well, it's a whole thing. <laughs> I was saying that I looked like Don Knotts, but I couldn't remember Don Knotts' name. So I was like, you know, the guy from the incredible Mr. Limpet, and, and the Andy Griffith show, and it just, it was a mess. <laughs> I do, by the way, look like Don Knotts. Shut you do not. <laughs> I do, I so, I so do. I have crazy poppin' Don Knotts Marty Feldman eyes.
3: <laughs> oh my gosh! You would have you could think of any way like to insult yourself.
1: In. Beatles haircut. Have a Beatles haircut.
2: <laughs> I think we could get uh this this sad American life trending on Twitter if we tried hard enough. I
0: think, <laughs> I think we so could. too. If I
3: could ever like think of what I what I want to say, yeah. I mean, <laughs>
2: uh, you could just make up stuff. It's Twitter.
1: Yeah when you oh. when you think of it just go post it on the born for geekdom facebook page which has been sadly and pathetically inactive for a very long time so <laughs> whatever you can contribute
0: do you
3: guys have um followers for the podcast
2: um well i can tell you that the feed for it has 7 for people subscribed
1: <laughs> oh no do you guys hear me yeah it okay, was cutting out whoops awkward awkward i love erin we lost you on how many people were listening to the podcast
2: oh can you hear me now yes okay there are seven people subscribed
1: (gasps)
3: ow seven
2: yeah
3: (laughs) someday
1: we'll get to double digits you guys
3: this is only your third one so that's that's good
0: yeah
3: (laughs) are like four of them you though
0: (laughs) maybe a little (laughs)
1: I think we'll get more listeners with our third, this is, I'm terrible at segues, with our third and final game that we've been thinking about doing, which is called, we're going to call it Repeat Questions.
0: Yeah, um, about that.
1: So, Repeat Questions would be, hang on, I'm sorry, I have to take a drink. Elevator music somebody, please.
2: <laughs> I was just thinking, oh great, there's something I have to edit out. <laughs>
1: Leave it in, it's raw, it's real. <laughs> um, so, repeat questions would be a game where we would get guests on who uh, frequent conventions. So, uh, like, like special guests at conventions. So, like, actors from cult sci-fi shows or cult movies or, you know, um, I guess that's pretty self-explanatory. I don't have to explain that anymore. So, like, for example, we would get... <laughs> I'm so outing myself, this is so embarrassing... Oh, I don't know. First person off the top of my head, James Marsters, (laughs) get him on the show. And the goal would be to ask him questions that he's never been asked before, which would be really hard because for people like that who are at conventions a lot, you know, they get asked the same 12 freaking questions over and over again. So like what's it like to kiss Sarah Michelle Geller And like, what's it like to have your hair blonde? on? And like, you know, it's, it's, I, that's fair. I should make fun of those questions. They're fair, but you know, they probably are sick to death of answering them. So we would, we would only get three chances. So no, wait, I'm terrible at explaining things. We would ask them questions that they've never been asked before. And it's three strikes and you're out. So if we ask them a question they've been asked before, they just give us a buzzer noise and they go, ah, no, nope. And then we have to keep trying until we get. So, so the questions would range from, you know, stupid stuff like Coke or Pepsi to, you know, more legitimate questions about like the writing on whatever show they were on or, or things like that. I I talked about that for too long. Thoughts? (laughs) Sounds like a plan.
3: That's a really, that's a great idea as
1: usual. (laughs) I just feel like it would be fun for them. Which is probably delusional because really it's just going to be fun for me because I just want an excuse to have them on. But it would be fun for them because you know they they they're very they're all very gracious people. Like anybody that I've been lucky enough to somehow get to interview in the past, actors like actors such as Doug Jones. Like they're so gracious when you're like, so what's it like to get into your makeup? You know, and I just think, gosh, like they must they're the nicest people for putting up with that and they always kind of explain it to me like well no you're the fans you're the ones who give us a career but wouldn't it be nice for them if somebody asked them a deeper question or something a bit more personal or interesting or really i just want to pry into their personal lives as much as i possibly can (laughs) so mr Marsters, where do you live
2: (laughs) what exactly is your address
1: what what do you like in a woman (laughs) A crazy stalker SNL sketch in this somewhere.
2: I think <laughs> I would ask James Marsters what it's like to kiss John Barrowman. Yeah, Ooh. that's a far more thing.
1: <laughs> but I honestly I bet he's been asked that before, so I feel like it wouldn't count.
3: Oh, I wish I knew what you're talking about. I've never seen Sophie. <laughs> I Aww, only know, it's like, it's I it's only know what different. Audrey tells me, so I'm a little lost that's... on the Buffy talk.
1: Sorry. You ramped us out because you're not big on the sci-fi. <laughs> I had I like talked about it. you on a couple of other podcasts and said that the only sci-fi that we'd ever seen together was the J.J. Abrams Trek.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I like it here and there.
1: <laughs> but uh... I think um, you went to see Empire Strikes Back with me and Sarah Miller back in high school, and they re-released them. So you did that, so that's another notch on your belt.
3: I, I did, and I actually saw... Uh, Like the newer, like the first Which I know pe- a lot of people hate Those I think, but the first Or not the first, but the ep- Like episode one Yeah, yeah. I mean I did
2: see though. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> to my credit <laughs> He's trying I'm trying
2: Lindsay, how excited are you to see um, Egbert Tiddlesnarch In the new Star Trek movie <laughs>
3: <laughs> <them>. Benedict Cumberbatch
2: <laughs> Yeah, that guy
1: Wine. One
2: more
3: time.
1: What what was it this time? Egbert Tittlebatch. Tittlesnarch, I think. Sure. <laughs> Sadly, that sounds like a legitimate British name. <laughs> the you education.
3: <laughs> I hadn't really um, thought about how I felt about that. I'll have to think about it. <laughs> Get back here.
2: <laughs> I am, I am immensely excited.
3: Are you excited? Yes. What was the most recent thing, uh, he was in? Remind me.
2: Uh, BBC's Sherlock.
3: Sherlock. What, what, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you.
2: Sherlock on BBC.
3: Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I haven't seen that either. All
2: it's right. on, it's on <laughs> Netflix. Go watch it.
1: Okay. <laughs> pressure, peer pressure.
2: Turn off your movie and go watch it.
1: <laughs> Stop watching good Well-written indie films. (laughs) One of us. One of us. (laughs) I just recently um, got into Downton Abbey. Is that something that counts? Yay! This has been a special British TV episode of WBFG. So, how far (laughs) are you into Downton?
3: Um, I'm only. I'm only at the end. Like I finished the series two, so I haven't seen. Although, I accidentally <laughs> spoiled, um, the end of series three for myself, so I know Aww, what happened.
2: So you're already heartbroken. Yeah, I am. Aww. But,
3: I, I would, I still wanna see, you know, everything leading up to that. So, I don't know, I guess I have to wait to see it. I couldn't find it on Hulu or, uh, well not on Netflix, so. you
1: No, no, you can probably catch most of it on the, the PBS website.
3: Oh really? Just, okay, well I'll have to you, try.
1: You might miss the first couple episodes, but um yeah, the PBS I think it's org, I believe. Um, still has a lot of the episodes. At the very at the very least you can see the last few of season yep. three.
3: Well maybe I'll check into it. So Okay. Um
2: cool. I did just read a while ago Amazon bought the rights for all future Downton Abbey instant streaming.
1: Really? And- so? Yeah. So they won't
3: it won't be like
2: like it won't be on Netflix or Hulu. On
3: Netflix? Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: okay. So it'll be um, on Prime
3: then? Amazon thanks Prime?
1: So yeah. Wow. How
2: nope. you guys
0: are
3: are you guys excited for the new um Arrested Development? Oh. Have you heard about or... <laughs> i
2: I've, I've never actually watched Arrested Development. Oh
1: that, that obnoxious noise I made meant, yes, by the way.
3: <laughs> oh.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm joking.
3: I heard yes. that they were going to air all of them in May. Um like all like make them available all at once so you can just have like a the rest of Belmont best. So I,
2: I do want to watch it though because I heard Kristen Wake is going to be in the new season and I Oh, she. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Aaron, you would love it. You would love it. You love would. it, love it. You would.
2: They're doing a movie too, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. This is kind yeah. of
3: like the building up to it. I think kinda I don't know.
2: I don't it's know what fill the, in the gap Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Exactly.
0: So
3: Lindsay, what's you
2: your
1: favorite it. moment from arrested development? Uh,
3: <laughs> um why do you always do this? I don't I don't know, I'm sorry. Me
1: speechless. <laughs> Lindsay, on your SATs, the answer to question number fifty seven was what? And Maybe I'm gonna sit here in awkward silence until you answer me. <laughs>
3: Maybe I should be on the podcast if I can't answer basic questions.
2: Don't, <laughs>
1: Apple,
3: the, don't be
2: stressed out. Half of our audience is, is Audrey's direct family.
1: <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Hello, my sister Heather. The, <laughs> one of our only possibly the only listener. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, I don't know, I can like I can tell I don't know about my favorite moment. I can tell you some of my favorite like uh, <laughs> Running, like, I love Liza Minnelli's character. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and I love how much, um, uh, oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> Here, I'll take a turn and then you can, Thank you can you. have some reprieve. It's like we're at a restaurant, we're ordering and you'll be the last one to order.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm
1: Anything having to do with David Cross's character. David Cross I- is genius. I loved him in Mister Show. I love his stand-up, even though it gets pretty raunchy. But I enjoy a subversive stand-up artist, also okay. known as a comic. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> um, but the two moments and uh earmuffs, Aaron earmuffs. Cause I don't want to ruin it for you. Okay. Um, when he okay. <laughs> when he painted himself blue to join the Blue Man Group. Yes. <laughs> everything having to do with that. There's got to be a better way to say that. Okay. And then. The, uh, Jake and I will rewind over and over again the scene with the wheelchair where he, um, he's wheeling himself into the room because of his, like, his hair implants gone wrong. And there's just this one second where he, he wheels down a step and he just bounces in such a way. I don't know how to explain why it's funny, but that's probably my most watched clip from Arrested Development. It's just that little moment of him bouncing down the stairs.
0: Just, yeah.
2: It's funny. <laughs> Go ahead, I'm sorry. I was was just going to say, it's funny you mentioned Blue Man Group, because I have an interview there on Monday. You do? Yeah.
1: Awesome.
2: I mean, it's just a part-time job, but yeah, it's fun.
1: Are you going to be one of the Blue Men? Oh, God, no. (laughs)
2: Um, uh, I'm interviewing for a part-time front-of-house position, like ushering and ticket booth and merchandise sales.
1: That's extremely fun, Erin. That's awesome. It is awesome.
2: Yeah, my my best friend slash sort of roommate works there, and the, she runs the prop department, so I got a foot in the door.
1: Coolest job
0: ever.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I just picture her, like, in a room with, like, just giant steel drums of blue paint. <laughs> I picture the blue men being, like, really temperamental backstage. Yeah. <laughs> like, no! This is not the kind of M&Ms I want! And then he, like,
2: throws them at her. There's a green one in this bowl of blue M&Ms.
1: he rips the shirt off and it's still blue underneath, and you're like, "Why, why, why, blue man, why?"
2: Oh, she buys lots of Twinkies too, because the part part of their show involves Twinkies.
1: How does, she do How does she do that now?
2: She well, I think they have to switch to a, an off brand, but
1: <laughs> well, she buys Twonkeys now. <laughs>
2: Twink, twinkles.
1: <laughs> They're a slightly darker beige with an awful white creamy filling.
2: The label's all in Russian.
1: <laughs> They're poison.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
1: oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, super amazing. Lindsay, do you like how professional this is? I do. <laughs> I do, yes, yes.
2: I don't understand why we nope. only have seven subscribers. So...
1: <laughs> I feel like once we get going with the games, the secret is the games. <laughs> the secret is not getting these out of the podcast.
3: Not letting Lindsay do it anymore.
1: <laughs> You're the brains of the operation. We have to have you, I otherwise it'll just it, You are. It'll just be me and Aaron being like, Torchwood's awesome. Like
3: <laughs> I can't actually manifest and speak a coherent sentence
1: uh sentence i
3: can't <laughs> ever
1: we'll we'll have you okay so if you could participate in any of those segments if you were going to be our special correspondent what would you like to be what do you want to do with, with your special guest appearances <laughs> <laughs>
3: I don't know. You didn't give me time to think about it. We'll
0: bring, we'll bring you
1: on to we'll bring you on in really high pressure interview situations. Okay. And we'll have you run the interview. We'll bring you on for anything having to do with Matthew Perry.
0: Okay.
1: Anything having to do with David Kelly and we'll bring you on, be thinking about your, this sad American life's uh, segments and, and uh, hashtags.
2: I would okay. love for us to record, even if it was only like five minutes long, her doing one with like Philip Glass music in the background <laughs> with lots of dramatic pauses like they do on This American Life.
1: Yes, you can be our Zach Galifianakis.
2: Galifianakis?
1: <laughs> Galifianakis? I don't
2: know how you say it. Can I confess to you that uh This American Life is recorded in Chicago usually and I have this secret dream that I'll run into Ira Glass someday,
0: Oh, that but would
2: it's be never mess. happened.
1: That's a good dream though. Like that's a good healthy dream.
2: Did you know he's co- he's cousins with Philip Glass?
1: What? Shut up.
2: Yeah, and that's why they that's why they use his music on the show all the time.
1: That sounds like an NPR urban legend.
2: And No, I, I'm pretty sure it's true.
1: You just changed my whole life. Yeah,
2: Rocked you just world. like
3: turned it upside down for me. I'm. I don't
1: know. I'm. I feel I don't something.
3: Know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel feelings
0: right now. <laughs> <laughs> All of the feelings at once.
1: Yeah. Okay, so we'll do, we do, we need to record Lindsay doing several This Sad American Life segments and then we can play them because I'd like to start uh, breaking. I'd like to have our conversations and I'd like to break for geek rock or geek music or special segments or things like that.
2: Sounds like a plan, Stan. Are,
1: are you up for that, Lindsay? Sure cool. <laughs> we'll work on it together. It'll be fun.
3: Together. Are you Are you guys trying to do these once a week,
1: then? Right, we... a, once Once a week, or once every other week?
2: However however our schedule works out. We're right. pretty non committal Yeah. <laughs> it's not like we're getting paid.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, if there's any sponsors out there...
2: We will gladly read your ads.
1: Give us your money. Tw- I mean, Twon- Twonkeys
3: could be your sponsor.
1: <laughs> by Darker beige Twonkeys available at <laughs> your nearest Russian consignment store.
2: <laughs> Never mind. I thought I had something and it was gone.
3: <laughs> it was just kind of your sir.
1: <laughs> I do that a lot. <laughs>
2: I was going to say something about a Soviet artifact dealer or something.
0: Nope. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. down. Yeah, yes. it was bad.
1: Feet, it, down.
2: it wasn't good.
1: <laughs> Story <laughs> of my life. Not good. Uh. <laughs> okay, friends. Should Any last uh, wrap ups?
2: I think I'm all good.
1: Nope. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All good in the hood.
1: <laughs> this was super fun. It was really fun having you along, Lindsay. Thanks for coming on with me and Aaron. Thanks, Lindsay. Thank you. Thanks for... And, uh, Aaron, I hope it wasn't offensive that I called Lindsay the brains of the operation.
2: No, not at all. I don't... You just probably...
1: the brains of my operation. You probably shouldn't have
3: done that. <laughs> So many expectations now.
1: With Lindsay, it's like, I want to be the Wayne, but I know secretly in my heart that I'm the Garth. <laughs> Except for the fact that I have, I have, but You
3: uh, look more like the Wayne.
1: Yes, I have, Wayne, I, I am a, I, a <laughs> teeth double, identical teeth double to Mike Myers. Oh, I just that. want the dark hair. <laughs> <laughs> but really, Lindsay is the Wayne.
2: Lindsay, do you want to tell our seven listeners how they can cyberstalk you on the internet? Yeah. You um, mentioned Twitter.
3: Yeah. I'm on Twitter.
2: What's and, your Twitter um, handle? It's, uh, Lynn
3: Michelle.
0: 82. Creative, right? Woo! Right. <laughs> Woo! <Whoops. Ow. laughs> Ask for
1: anything you want about good can... writing or...
0: Yeah. No.
2: Orangutans.
1: Perry. Or Twonkies. <laughs> she will have all of the answers. <laughs> What's up the Matthew pair? <laughs> I don't know! <laughs> I don't know why I keep saying that. I think it's because you really liked... Um, you're a huge fan of Mr. Sunshine and I know that you watch Go On and you're always really rooting for him. It seems like when we have phone conversations you're like, this time he's going to make it. This this show's going to make it.
3: <laughs> it is going to make it. Go on. a smash. It's a smash hit.
1: <laughs> I'm still really upset that Mr. Sunshine is gone, so.
3: Me too. But you know what? Go On is a nice nice placeholder. It's, it's extremely funny that Mr. K character is uh, just the best. I, I mean, you have to see it. It's
1: good. If you haven't seen it, <laughs> plug. So that's where it came from. That's where my constant... <laughs> Liz, I just, for the record, Lindsay Glover is not as obsessed with Matthew Perry as I made it sound like she is. I don't know why I overemphasized <laughs> that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes, I'm on Twitter.
2: <laughs> um, I am I am too. I'm at Aaron Deppert. Pretty easy, huh? And, and I am... Can get updates about the show by following, uh, at underscore. No, wait, the underscore is not first.
1: (laughs) (laughs) At At... (laughs) underscore colon hyphen
2: period backslash. It's at BFG underscore podcast. Yeah. Um, you could email us at, uh, podcast at gmail.com. Or now you can leave us lovely Skype messages. Um, just add BFG.podcast to your contact list and, uh, Give us a call. It takes... God, I tested it earlier. It took maybe 15 or 20 seconds for it to pick up. But once it does, you can uh, leave us a message, and we'll probably play it in the show, even if it's wildly inappropriate. Even if you,
1: you verbally bash them. Yes. We will it. play it even if you leave us a message that says, you suck, we will play
2: it. We'll make
1: fun of you after.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if you drop the F-bomb, though, I will believe it. Just so you know. Yeah.
1: You've been warned. No talking <laughs> about ferns. Or
2: Or fran. Yeah. No friend Drescher.
1: Friend. <laughs> oh, no. Um, what we want to hear this week from the viewers, that's you, Heather. We want to hear what kind of special guests would you like to hear on WBFG? And we'd also like you to chime in on our discussion earlier about whether or not the word geek is is officially overplayed. Should we continue to use it or is the word done? What are your thoughts on that? So special guests. Um,
2: oh, I'm going to make a fan page. Friend.
1: Oh yeah, tell, tell, do tell.
2: I'm going to make a fan page for the podcast, um, I don't know when, but it'll be there. Someday. (laughs) Sometime over the weekend.
1: I think the word
3: geek is definitely abused now. (laughs) Or just misused. That's my, that's my two cents.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She's got words to help. (laughs) Explain, because we were talking about this earlier in the podcast, because... Part of me feels sometimes embarrassed that I use it in so many of my Twitter handles. My Twitter handle is born for geekdom and the website is born for geekdom and the podcast is born for geekdom. And so I'm, but it's true. And so it's like on the one hand, it's like, well, it's true. And that's who I really am. But then on the other hand, you've got, you know, it's just this, it's become a kind of a commercial thing. So Aaron and I were discussing earlier,
3: It has become kind of a commercial thing. You're right. There's definitely not a line anymore between... I don't know. Not that it's super important. I don't know. (laughs) It's just everyone's some kind of geek. I don't know. Geek now.
2: That's kind of what I was saying earlier.
3: It's just... It's overused by everyone. You can geek out over anything now. Like, cheese puffs. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you can you can be a geek for anything, but I don't know if that's that's right. I mean, they have to they need to come up with a new word. I think interesting for those people. <laughs> I think there's a line. I think
1: well, and there's always the old discussion between what's the difference between geek and nerd. That's that I yeah I don't and know. Geek is like expert, right, Erin? And nerd yeah. is like I don't know what. Just like a fan
2: like, like an awkward like i don't know really really brainiac awkward person
0: if we could
1: invent a new word for what we are that doesn't use profanity
3: you don't need the new word you're the original the other people need the word
1: real <laughs> deal, deal holy field
3: input <laughs>
1: <laughs> old boxing joke <laughs>
3: <laughs> they need the word.
1: Is that a cat?
2: Uh No, that was my friend's dog shaking his head. Oh. <laughs> he does not agree. <laughs> He's
1: like, oh, I'm dying to tell them but they don't speak bark.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you were trying to wrap it up. You were <laughs> doing your whole <false>
1: thing. <laughs> so, about stopping doing this now... Back to that.
3: (laughs) Sorry, I'm terrible at
1: this. No, you're wonderful. (laughs) But we'll be bringing Lindsay back on. Go find her. Talk to her at LynnMichelle 82 on Twitter. Is that right? Right. Go talk to her about Matthew Perry all day long. It's all she talks about.
2: And orangutans.
3: Erin, you have to follow me
1: so I'll have 22 followers.
0: Done. (laughs) Done and done.
2: (laughs)
1: <laughs> expect to hear from Lindsay again on future segments. Uh, expect more things to happen on this show. And until next time, here's some five-year mission music. Yay. Suckers!